Welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on this February 28th. My name is Mike Grauber, and I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer here in Zurich. We have revised our growth and interest rate outlook for the Eurozone and the US. Our chief economist, David Cole, will join us in a minute to give some more details. But first, as always, on what has been moving markets. Data releases out of the US came in generally better than expected. Orders for durable goods, excluding the volatile transportation component, orders placed at US factories in January, and US pending home sales surged. And so stocks closed off their highs of the day as these economic releases, and so stocks closed off their highs of the day as these economic data releases pointed towards strength in the US economy and expectations of higher interest rates. The S&P 500 ended the day up 0.3%, with 7 of 11 sectors rising. The Nasdaq gained 0.7%. So there was not much of a recovery on Monday after three weeks of falling equity markets. On inflation, Treasury Secretary General Yellen noted that inflation still is too high. But generally, if we looked over the last year, inflation has been coming down. She also voiced her confidence that the Fed will bring inflation lower. Nevertheless, in expectation of higher interest rates, U.S. blue chip companies tapped the bond market again as they tried to lock in the current borrowing costs. The 10-year U.S. Treasury is at 3.93% this morning. The dollar is on its way for its first monthly gain since September, even as ECB officials are also pointing towards the need of higher rates. The dollar is up nearly 3% against the euro this month at 105.80 this morning. WTI oil is also heading for a fourth monthly drop. Higher stockpiles in the US and interest rate concerns are weighing on the black gold. WTI oil is at $76 a barrel. More generally, our technical analysts expect also a further softening in oil and commodity prices overall. But a very interesting story I read this morning on Bloomberg about Japan. The high energy prices are resulting in a renewed support for nuclear reactors in that country, even though it experienced the Fukushima tragedy more than 10 years ago. And in the UK, Prime Minister Sunak and EC European Commission President van der Leyen, they were all smiling as they unveiled their post-Brexit Windsor framework. But Sunak's team now needs to win over a tiny caucus of Northern Ireland's unionist politicians and an influential group of pro-Brexit MPs from his own Conservative Party. So there might be more news on this. Turning to Bitcoin and Ethereum, actually they are slightly up this month in February, up around 1% to 2%. And so they're bucking the trend as global equities are down 2%. Turning to Asia, Asian equities are about flattish. Japanese data releases came in mixed. Retail sales came in better than expected, but industrial production fell in last months. In Hong Kong, there is some good news. Mandatory mask wearings will end this Wednesday, but the market there is flat to slightly down. That is the equity market, so not much of reopening play going on there. 
And so what else to expect in data releases today? Uh, we get uh, Switzerland Q4 GDP and leading indicators, inflation data from France and Spain, and in the US it is consumer confidence figures and house prices. And lastly, as I look at the screen, equity futures are pointing towards a flattish opening in Europe and the US later on today if nothing changes. So that's all from me on the market wrap. I now hand over to David Cole, our chief economist. David, you have revised our growth and expectations for the Eurozone and the US. Why is that? And it also begs the question, what does it mean for our interest rate outlook? Good morning, Mike. Yes, indeed. We pick up the positive economic data surprises you just mentioned for the US and it continues. And this is true also for the Eurozone. So given like that economic data turned out better than expected, both in the Eurozone and in the US, and these uh, data releases are coming actually from service activity, uh, but also for investment and in the US still also from consumption, from the consumption side. Uh, so given all that, uh, we realize that uh, markets are not talking anymore that much about hard or soft landing, but indeed also a no landing scenario is taking hold. Uh, and with this backdrop, we think that economic activity will solidly expand in the US in the first two quarters this year. And also in the Eurozone, where probably everybody expected a recession, uh, we are quite skeptical that this will materialize in the first half of this year. Uh, and we revised our figures uh, to a solid expansion in the US, which continues uh, from the last uh, quarters, so from last year, uh, and also an expansion more moderate uh, in the Eurozone. Uh, in the Eurozone, we have, in addition to this positive economic data surprises, of course, the decline, the sharp decline in energy prices, and particularly in gas prices, which contributes as well to a better economic backdrop at the beginning of this year. Putting this all together, um, we think uh, economic activity will be stronger this year. In the US, we revise our growth figure from 0.9 to 1.9%, so nearly doubling this figure, or more than doubling this figure. Um, and for the Eurozone, we expect 1% or 1.1% growth, also uh, a sizable upgrade for this year when it comes to economic growth. When you talk about interest rates, this is uh, an important uh, factor. Uh, we think that uh, central banks uh, remain actually on their fight against interest rates or even uh, more appropriate to call it remain determined to restore their, their lost credibility on price stability. They lost their credibility on price stability last year with not reacting fast enough and early enough. Uh, and we think they are very much keen to regain this credibility. And here, interest rate hikes are probably the first order uh, to regain that. Uh, with that, uh, we think the uh, Fed will continue to hike rates, uh, not as aggressive as in the past, 25 basis points next meeting, that's on March 22nd, and 25 basis points also in the May meeting. This is more or less uh, in line uh, with uh, consensus expectations for the market. And also the uh, ECB uh, will continue to hike. Uh, they have already signaled that they wish to do another 50 basis point rate hike in March. Uh, and we think also in the May meeting, uh, which is a bit earlier than the bets, um, there will be a rise of 25 uh, basis points from the ECB. So rate hikes will continue on that side. We think uh, given the um, positive growth backdrop, we will see also on the treasury development um, in an, in an environment where treasuries, uh, so high 10-year uh, treasury yields can digest uh, 
this uh, higher interest rates and will also move upwards. Uh, so we're looking for uh, 10-year treasuries above 4% to be trading above 4% in the next couple of months. That said, that improvement of the short-term outlook goes in line uh, with also some more headwinds over the longer term. And why? Uh, we think that uh, the tightening of monetary conditions, so the, type, the higher interest rates, they will at some point have its effect on economic activity. We are observing already now uh, that credit activity is slowing. Most recent uh, figures had just been out uh, for the Eurozone. Here, uh, corporate credits uh, are not growing anymore at the same speed as before. Uh, and we think this will at some point weaken economic activity. So consequently, we expect much weaker economic activity in the coming year than the upwards revised growth figures for this year. Uh, we think there will be a slowdown for economic activity in the coming year. In the US, to 0.3%, in the Eurozone, to 0.1%. Uh, as a result of the current policy tightening. This will take time. So this is uh, definitely not something to be feared for markets right now. Uh, but uh, so far, uh, markets enjoying this good environment of better economic growth uh, higher and higher interest rates. That's all from my side. Back to you, Mike. Thank you very much, David. This also concludes today's show. But please tune in for our show tomorrow again when Dario Messi from Fixed Income Research will put the growth and interest rate revisions that David just outlined into the context of fixed income markets. So goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Business Leaders is a monthly podcast where we talk to entrepreneurs across the globe. We delve into the details of how they started their careers, their journeys in building businesses, and hear about some of the challenges that they faced along the way. Search for Business Leaders on your favorite podcast player.